Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing out there in the beautiful, wonderful land of crowdfunding, the magical place where you put your dreams on the internet and a bunch of money comes in? You know, it's that simple. Trust me, it's not. And the reason I know that is, is because that's what my whole agency is. So if this is your first time here, I am Jeff Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency. And what we do here is we help people get funded through crowdfunding. Um, now, this podcast, it's all about talking to project creators either while their campaign is, uh, is, is, is active and they've just gotten funded or their campaign has just ended and you know they were successfully funded. And the reason we want to do it in that sort of time frame is we want to have the most up-to-date information on what you need to be doing to be successful yourself. So sit back, buckle up, let's go for a ride here and talk about Think Tank Photo. That's right. We've got a big campaign on today's episode. We talked to Ted Meister from, uh, from the company Think Tank Photo. Uh, they've got their new bag. The Rotation 180 is out currently on Kickstarter. Uh, they've got they're just under $100,000 um, with, with about a week to go. Now, I'm going to tell everybody, this is my client. So we're, we're a little bit more in the weeds um, this time than, than some of the other ones. But um, really great interview with Ted. It was great even for me to get some behind the scenes on, on, on how long and what, what happens and how they get these products uh, and their bags to be created. So um, really great conversation coming up here in just a little bit. And I will let you know, too, we do talk a little bit around why we ran this campaign shorter, right? So we have, um, you know, we've, we've done a campaign with them in the past, the freeway long haul bag. But this one, we decided to run shorter. And we're just kind of testing this out to see what does it look like if we run these shorter campaigns um, when, when the dust all settles. So that's why this campaign is, is a little bit shorter. But at this point, you know, uh, $98,000, 311 backers. And I imagine uh, we'll have a little bit of push here uh, at the end of this week. So like I said, tune in. That, that interview is going to be coming up here in just a little bit. So what else is going on around here? Well, just spent 28 minutes on hold with Terminex trying to get a, a house inspection. We are trying to buy a house, everybody. So we are in the middle of hopefully buying a house uh, right in our neighborhood. It's a friend of ours. And we've got the little little backdoor deal, but we are in the middle of all that. So I uh, got an inspection tomorrow that we need to have happen. And then I was trying to get this um, um, uh, this pest inspection in the middle there. But man, 30 minutes on hold with this company before I even talked to somebody. Oy. But I got to give them some credit because they were flexible because they wanted to give me a time on, you know, on the three days from now. And I was like, listen, man. I've already got people there tomorrow. If we can knock this out tomorrow, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, so that is, uh, that's going on around here, which means it's declutter time, which I'm super excited for. You know, I've realized I probably literally need 10 things to survive. I need this one pan that I make my eggs every morning with, maybe one cup, I need my laptop, just a laptop. I don't need all the other gadgets I have to go with, but just a laptop. Maybe this microphone. I need this microphone for the podcast. I mean, you guys want to hear good good audio, right? Um, you know, a pair of jeans, my shoes, socks, underwear. I mean, like, that's about it. 
I, you know, we're looking around our little house and the amount of stuff we have. And I'm like, you know, I'm everything I look at, I'm like, man, I just, just throw it away, throw it away. That's not how anybody else in my house thinks. Everybody else is in love or wants everything to be, it's, everything's just amazing. We got it. We brought down some stuffed animals that we hid up in the attic and oh my gosh, all those stuffed animals are now back out on the beds. We got stuffed animals everywhere. I'm like, get rid of it. If we haven't used it, looked at it in two years, we don't need it. There's nothing we need. Get rid of it. So this is, I'll tell you what, if, you know, if this all goes down, this move and whatnot, it is, uh, it's going to be a lot to, to throw stuff away. My family does not like doing that where I'm just like, got it. We don't need any of it. Any of it. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that happens. But yes, so very exciting stuff. <sighs> trying to get out of our little Cracker Jack box. That's all we're trying to do here. But with all that said, I'm not going to lie about this one either. I had a tough weekend. Tough, tough weekend. One, I, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg was challenging. I, you know, obviously I have no, you know, outside of, I have the same relationship as majority of the world, right? It's just a, as a, a notorious cultural icon, right? Um, but yeah, that one hit me hard. It, it just kind of felt like, again, this, another gut punch of really, really, uh, you know, do we have to give the uh, the enemies more more weapons, more things to uh, to destroy our uh, our world with? Um, but then I also just you know really thought about you know what what this woman means for my daughter, my wife, um, it, you know how the world has been better for people like her. Um, so it was yeah it. You know, it, it, you know, it's more than just a meme, basically, right? But after that happened, then what was that? Is that Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. Um, yeah, I think it was Friday night, right? When that news broke. Because, yeah, we had a movie night Friday night with our friends, uh, which, was, which was nice. A little, little, little light movie night, watching the labyrinth on the garage with some popcorn. It's fun. But, yeah, so that night, and then, and then just getting bombarded Saturday and Sunday with the news stories. Um, and then, you know, and just to see what, what the other side of the coin is deciding to do about all this. It's just challenging. I don't know if you guys hear that or not. I didn't move my mic up. It's sliding down. So it was tough. I don't know. It's still tough right now. I mean, I'm, I, it's Googled in front of me right now. There's all kinds of news stories starting to drop because, again, that was a Friday. So I imagine we're just going to have another three or four days and then we'll have the funeral. But this idea of replacing her as fast as possible with just who knows somebody probably unqualified. Um, it's just, it, it's challenging. That's challenging. So that's definitely put me in a little bit of a spin. On top of that, uh, Saturday, I got to have a absolute, I uh, kicked my mom out of my house screaming at her, um, which was awesome for my mom being absolutely ridiculous. Um, so some people might know Wednesday, I had my, it was my dad's birthday. And obviously if you're a regular listener, you know that he passed away back in, uh, back in February. Um, so, you know, we decided to just go to, to the cemetery and just, you know, whatever, right. Just have a, have a light thing that was on Wednesday. Um, and we took my, my grandma, uh, which was his mom was with us and she's 88, 89. 
And boy, it had to have been challenging for her. Um, I, I, you know, we're, 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 we're standing there and she's literally pointing to, to where her husband is buried, her son is buried, all of her best friends. I mean, she probably has 10 to 15 best friends all buried in this cemetery. It's in small town. And I, I don't know, man, I just can't imagine that with, you know, with all my buddies and, and just imagining, you know, 40 some odd years from now, just pointing to everybody and going, Oh yeah, that's where he is. That's where he is. That's where he is. That's where she is. Whatever it is. My wife's over here. My kids are over here. I mean, I just couldn't. So, so from there, um, you know, my mom was mad at us for doing that for some reason. Uh, no explanation, which turned into a screaming match, which turned into me kicking her out of my house. So I got that going on. Um, yeah, my mom is just being ridiculous right now. It is, it is tough. It is tough when you're, when your parent is going bonkers and you're trying to like, just keep everything afloat, you know, just, Hey, just trying to keep some things afloat here. Um, just trying to not make waves, right? Does everybody be cool? Everybody's cool. But man, my mom is a loose cannon right now. And yeah, so my mom was completely mad that we took my grandma there. My sister was there. And we, you know, we were there 40 minutes. I had my kids. We planted a couple flowers, told some stories. All, the, all we did. And then on that Wednesday, went over to my mom's house, had dinner with her. Um, you know, kids, you know, kids got to hang out with grandma for a little bit. So it's just, you know, we just wanted to be around. And my mom just couldn't. Oh my God. Yeah, that that blew her mind. She's pissed at us. I I just I can't comprehend it, man. It is when this this death happens, stuff like that happens. It, the, when we do not address the trauma and the emotions that are going through, or we stuff that down, it comes out in the weirdest ways. Where you're just like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't I don't understand why 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 are we having this conversation right now. So that was, that was, yeah, so that was uh, the Wednesday through Saturday. And then we got to watch the Lions just put out an amazing performance uh, against the Packers yesterday. We ha- At least the Lions are keeping it normal, right? At least we have that going on. If you're uh, around here, if you're uh, in this area, uh, you, you can, Detroit Lions, man, they are something special. Something, something special. But, uh, and then the other thing too is we got Michigan football is going to be coming back. Um, which I was hoping for a fall without having that stress in my life, but nope, we're going to get that back. So the big 10 is going to be playing some football and I uh, get to scream at my TV when I watch ridiculousness happen. But um, all right, maybe that's enough ranting. We've got positive stuff going on right now, right? We're buying a house. We're going to get a house or we're going to try. We're working on it. We're in the process and we're moving and shaking. I mean, seriously, I could be in a new house like first week of November. That's a, whew. Bam, 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 bam. All right, all right, all right. That's enough about me. So if you are thinking about running a crowdfunding campaign, first thing you got to do, you got to go over to woodshed.agency right now. Go read the blog section. Go to podcast, subscribe, like, comment, whatever. Do it all. If you need more than that, Hit the community. Join us on Discord. I've got a community over there and I'm a part of that channel all the time. Ask me questions. I'll be more than happy to respond. Um, And then most of all, I mean, go to YouTube. You can watch these interviews if you want to go there. 
we just got tons of stuff for you, man. We don't want you to run a campaign without being successfully funded, right? That's the goal here. So lots of stuff for you guys to do. Make sure you guys are diving into that world. But um, but until then, why don't we go ahead and kick into my conversation with Ted from Think Tank. Let's talk about the Rotation 180 camera bag. A single tear could show her You don't need her anymore I don't need your love I just want it I wanted to choose my words But I couldn't I wanted my thoughts, my words, my voice To be so clear All right, Ted, the uh, red light's on So this is go time This is when most people are really nervous So how, how are you feeling? I mean, it's a big podcast yeah. I've got my Aloha shirt on. I'm feeling good. good. You're good. You're good. All right. First question. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? A little cup of fruit and uh, coffee. Okay. What was in the, what kind of fruit? Are you going with anything special there? And just uh, strawberries. There was some pineapple in there and some melons and some blueberries. Just one of those cups I buy at the uh, grocery store and I okay. kind of nibble at it all week. Very nice. Very nice. It sounds tasty. Awesome. Well, Instead of talking about breakfast food, why don't we actually talk about Kickstarter and Think Tank? So why don't we move over there? So why don't you do me a favor, introduce yourself to my audience and tell them what you're raising money for uh, over on Kickstarter. Okay. Well, I'm Ted Meister. I'm the marketing director at Think Tank Photo. Um, we're a pretty widely known uh, photo. Um, we make camera bags and we're, we've been in business for about 15 years now. So uh, we are definitely aimed more towards the professional and serious enthusiast photographers. So uh, a lot of our products are really robust, very, very uh, well built, uh, built to withstand the rigors of professional photographers who work every single day and drag those things all over, you know, creation, uh, <laughs> whether they're through airports in the back of cars, you know, traveling around the country back when everybody used to travel. Remember the, the, uh, good, the, old the, old tr- the old, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So things have gotten a little bit tougher lately because of that, but you know, we're still uh, pushing forward. Um, and you know, we're running this Kickstarter campaign, uh, with our new rotation camera bags and rotation 180 technology is something that we uh, invented uh, and we originally launched it on Kickstarter back in uh, 2013, uh, which was when we launched the Mindshift brand, which was a, a company, a separate company at the time. And it was really very successful. And, it, you know, kind of uh, we had a really good audience who was interested in our stuff anyway, but the technology basically allows you to get your, to your camera gear without taking your backpack off. And it incorporates a, a, uh, rotate, a rotating belt pack that comes out of the back of the backpack to the front of your body. And you can get, get your camera very quickly, take pictures, you know, and then quickly put that back in the backpack. And it's really meant to help you keep your creative momentum. You know, if you're a hiker, this is kind of more of an outdoor product. So if you're yeah. hiking along, you know, and suddenly some wildlife jumps out at you, you know, you can get your camera quickly and get that shot. Right. Whereas before you're kind of like fumbling around, take your backpack <laughs> off, you know, and you missed a shot. The other thing too is you might be in a situation where kind of a precarious location where you, you can't actually get to your, take your backpack off. Like you're in mud or you're in water or right, snow right. or something and that just takes your pack off and gets it all dirty or wet. So it's just kind of a, you know, it's, it's a great workflow improvement tool. Um, I use it a lot personally when I'm hiking around and out in the Sierras and stuff. So I put a lot of testing into it myself and I really believe in the technology. It's really, uh, it's really unique and cool. Um, so we're launching the second generation of the bags on Kickstarter. There's three different sizes. So there's a very big pro level bag that holds a ton of gear all the way down to a smaller sort of a day hike type bag um, that'll hold you know, professional size camera gear, uh, both DSLR and mirrorless gear. So um, it's very well thought out and the technology has been improved. 
We've added magnets to the to the top of the uh, the rotating belt pack, so it's has a nice secure sound. It's very yeah. quick and easy to get to your gear. So yeah, it's an exciting product. I encourage you to look at it on Kickstarter. That's awesome. So let's go back a little bit. So let's go back to you know where for the company itself, uh, for the company itself, where was the idea of this rotation? Like where was that? You know, back of the napkin sketch, or you know, who who, who said it first? Well, way back in the day, before my time at the company, um, they had a product they they worked on called the Rotation Three Hundred and Sixty, and now that just kind of went all the way around, so you can pull around any 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 way. But it was very heavy, and it was kind of a, an initial um, first stab at it. And basically, they refined it down to just one hundred and eighty, which is just a rotating one way. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> you were always looking, um, we're listening to photographers all the time. And hearing what their their pain points are, and looking for different solutions to help them always increase their their accessibility to their camera gear, always increase the the durability of the product, and it's really just about how do we help photographers improve their workflow. Right. And so you know, I don't know where the genesis of the idea came from, but it probably came from someone saying, "I can't get to my camera fast <laughs> enough, and I can't get my backpack off fast right. enough." So right. let's figure out how to how to get that done. That's cool. Now, what starts to happen, you know, I mean, you guys are a little bit bigger company than somebody who might be doing this, let's just say out of their garage or something, but like what starts happening when you at least have an idea or you're refining an idea, what's, you know, how did the wheels start to turn that we, we should go into this? What, what starts happening? Well, we have a, first of all, we're not a very big company. There's only about 15 of us and we always have the, our customers have the impression we're this giant, you know, corporation (laughs) somewhere, but you know, we just have a little office up in Santa Rosa, California, and, and half of us aren't even there most of the time. We're all kind of working remote. Right. So especially, you know, in the latest COVID shutdown, we've really learned how to work, you know, virtually. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, you know, that's where like a design idea will come from is we just start talking about it. And we have a couple of designers on the, on the team who are just very uh, astute at creating their own solutions. You know, they have a sewing machine, you know, the big industrial sewing machines at their homes. And uh, we have a guy up in Reading who kind of uh, a mastermind, uh, you know, product developer. And, and he just, he'll stitch up some idea sometime and then he'll show it to us on Skype and we'll comment on it and talk about it. And he'll ship it down to us and we'll play with it and try to, you know, see where it works and where it needs to be improved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of goes through the back and forth process. We have meetings and we discuss and we discuss and and we're always talking about more features and what these features can do. And so it's a very organic um, group effort uh, with a couple of very, very, uh, you know, uh, talented designers who've got lots of great ideas. And, uh, you know, it, it can take, you know, it can take six months and take a year. It can take more to develop a, a, pro- a product. And we never rush anything out the door. It's not deadline driven. Right. It's very much um, perfection driven. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you know, our, our customers really appreciate that because we really try to think through every possibility and we, you know, we use the best construction techniques we can, the best materials we can. Um, so it is a very uh, organic process. Um, and we, as soon as we can get it out to the market, you know, we, our customers snap it up and, and they'll give us lots of feedback too. You know, we always want right. to listen to the feedback. So a lot of times we get into second and third generations of products that are just based on, you know, customer recommendations and, sure. and observations. That's great. So, you know, you're mentioning like that back and forth process of kind of going through stuff and you mentioned like, Hey, let's try to get all these features in. 
are there moments or what are you looking for that make sure that you don't have too many things to where like, you know, the bag doesn't do actually one thing really well. It's just got a bunch of bells and whistles. How are you sort of checking yourself through that process? Cause I think that's important for a lot of project creators to be thinking about is I don't always need everything. I needed to do something really well. You know what I mean? So how do you guys walk through that? You, you really have to be disciplined because the ideas come fast and furious. <laughs> and when you have, an, when you have very you know, good designers, they're able to make this stuff work. And pretty right. soon you've got this product with like 40 bells and whistles on it. <laughs> and, you know, as a marketing guy, we're always taught to, we've taught to refine it down to just a couple basic, simple messages. <laughs> yeah, so we 100%. get this laundry list of all these features and like, how are we going to talk about all this yeah. stuff? Because yeah. Each one of them has a benefit and we don't want to lose any of it. Right. I think at the end of the day, you're in business and uh, features cost money. And, uh, you know, we can't put out a $500 shoulder bag that does everything under the sun. <laughs> um, and we've also found that um, our, our customers, they kind of have a different bag for every different kind of situation. Mm. So you don't need to do all everything bag. You need to have a couple different bags that serve different purposes. Sure. And that kind of helps us, you know cut out some of those, those features that maybe aren't so desirable for a particular type of bag. And some of them just become too expensive to, to put on the bag. So right. uh, it's kind of a natural selection um, business decision at the end of the day, like, okay, we gotta, we gotta cut these features because they, yeah. you know, they cost too much or they don't really do everything that we want them to. Right, right. Now in, inside of that process too, are you putting together um, sort of a, a buyer persona or a customer persona and then making the bags to that? Or do you find that the bags that you create help with the buyer persona? Wh- which way does it kind of go for you guys? Or is it a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both because, you know, I would say, you know, we are a design driven company and mm-hmm. we come up with some ideas sometimes. They're like, hey, this is a great idea. How do we make a bag out of this? Or, you know, how can we use this in a bag? And so we'll come up with stuff um, and say, okay, well, now we got to sell it. Well, who's going to buy something like this? And then we right. start thinking about, you know, who the customer is for this particular type of technology. And, and on the same side, it can come in the other way where, you know, let's, let's say I'm a wedding photographer and I need to have a, be able to get to all of my gear as quickly as possible as I m- move around this wedding sure. scene all day long. So that's when we came up with something like our belt solution, which is a modular, you know, uh, very portable, very, you know, interchangeable system. Uh, versus a traveling photographer who needs, you know, a lot of gear to carry on the plane with them. So it has to be in a rolling package that can get up into the overhead bin. So, you know, those customer profiles drive solutions. Whereas, you know, we get another idea. We're starting to work a lot with magnets. And so Mm -hmm. we go, well, what can we use these magnets for? You know, the closures and, and uh, making things sort of um, reassemble themselves quickly. If the, the belt pack goes back into place and the, the, the latch finds itself automatically because it's a magnet. Right, so right, right. It goes both ways, definitely. But that's yeah. kind of the exciting part is being, you know, being able to come up with a great idea and find a way and somebody find a way to do something with it and find somebody to buy it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Now on the rotation, what was, how long did it take from, you know, I guess I'm, we're on version two to where we are right now. What, what was that time period? How long was that? Well, I would say, you know, last year at this time, we were working on the bags, um, mm-hmm. perfecting them. <clears throat> and I think around this time, actually, is when we decided, hey, let's put some magnets into the lid. And mm-hmm. so we were ready to go with the design and with a zipper. But then we thought, you know, the magnets is a, is a game changer. And it, these bags really should have them. So yeah. you know, we, we kicked out the, the production timeline a little bit to get the, the magnet solution to work. 
And we always had in our mind that we were, we were going to go to Kickstarter with, with the rotation backpacks because that's where it originally found its success. Correct. And you know, we're trying to expand our, our, our marketing, our, our market basically, and find new audiences. So sure. um, we were always aiming for Kickstarter and it kind of got pushed out a little bit. And we worked really hard over the holiday system, holidays just to get the prototypes perfected because we, we wanted to launch in February or March. And, um, you know, as you know, because we were working with you, we <laughs> yeah. got everything ready to go. We worked our tails <laughs> off and we're ready to launch. And then this COVID thing hit and yeah. the bottom fell out of the market. And like, you know, this is a very good, these are very good products. We want people to own them and buy right. them, but no one's going to do it right now. So we, I think we made a, a strategic decision mm-hmm. um, and you were part of that too, just to say, <laughs> let's hold yeah. off until there's some recovery. Uh, but in the meantime, we came up with another product and uh, called the, lo- the Freeway Long Haul, which was, yep. you know, is, uh, you worked on as well. And I was like, that was kind of more related to the shutdown and what's going to happen when we recover and people right. want to hit the road and go for a road trip. So, again, that was an, an idea that was driven by the conditions of the market. Um, yep. And so we, we worked really hard on finding customer profiles for that bag, too. And it was pretty successful. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm so, going with that. So I always, over, I always yeah. start talking. Yeah, no, no, no. So over that period, though, just on the rotation one, um, what, you know, and this is before COVID, right? Because we know COVID, we all, we pivoted a little bit. What was like keeping you guys up at night in that period? This is like before magnets. But what were you guys like, oh my, we have to hit this. Was there something that you guys were just really wanting to make sure that you were hitting, um, you know, before obviously all, you know, the, the COVID virus, all this stuff. But what was keeping you guys up at night? Well, I think one of the things that, that keeps um, camera bag manufacturers up at night is the fact that the interchangeable lens camera itself, the whole market is is shrinking. Mm. And we know that's because of oh, the phones, yep. right? And yep. so now you can get a really good photograph off a phone. And so, you know, that kind of got rid of a lot of the amateur photography uh, customers, but it really still left the professionals because mm-hmm. you don't show up at a wedding shoot with an iPhone uh, and you get, think you're going to impress your customer. Well, right? I will tell you, just as a fun fact, my cousin's wedding in Fort Wayne a couple years ago, uh, they somebody did. That's what okay. they brought. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, because well, nobody knew, right? My yeah. They don't have any idea about tech and my cousins and aunts are just going with it. And I was like, no, 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 that's not how this works. That's, you know, I had to be that guy. My yeah, cousin's right, wedding. Right. That's not how it works. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But, you know, that, 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 that keeps us up at night and, um, you know, just finding, um, trying to find new products that serve a higher end photography market. You know, there's a lot of, you know, consumer, uh, you know, with a prosumer type, uh, customers doing a lot of workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spend a lot of money on gear and they, they love, you know, their, their awesome camera systems. So right. whether you're a professional or a serious amateur, you know, there's still a, a decent market out there. We just have to right size the company uh, to fit that. And, you know, at the same time, we're looking at other markets that, that we can excel in as a sewn good manufacturer, you know, and we make uh, really, really great roller bags and uh, those are basically luggage. You know, they're sized for right. luggage or sized for airline. And so we're looking, you know, to get into the into the travel market. Uh, and we still are, even though travel is kind of taking a big hit. Yep. But that's a, that's a place where Think Tank, Think Tank can really excel and leverage our, our capabilities into a new market. So um, we're still very interested in, you know, getting back into travel. And, and the freeway long haul was kind of a first attempt into a, a travel market where we had – 
we were going to go with airline travel stuff, to be quite honest with you. And <laughs> when that dropped out, we're like, <laughs> yeah, now what? <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's get the car travel because, you know, airplanes yeah. are grounded. So right. that is a good new market for us. I think there'll be room to grow and uh, we're very excited about it. And, and we don't want to ever abandon our photo customers because that's where we came from. And, you know, that's part of our, our DNA. So yeah, that'll never die. You know, I think real cameras will never die either, but um, right. you know, we will expand into new markets and you know, never know, we might get lucky and accidentally find something that uh, really takes off. That's cool. In that, um, that prototyping phase, you mentioned that, you know, you know, testing them back and forth, sending, sending products back and forth and, and trying to find that final prototype. When do you know that you actually have something that's ready for photos, videos, like ready to be shot? When do you know that you've at least have something you know, that, that looks good. Well, it, it can, you know, we have kind of a, kind of a system where it's, it's based on how many production samples that we will go through before we actually get to the end, end result. And we kind of start off first with kind of a, the basic box or the skeleton of the product and just so it's functional and then say, Oh, you got this backpack. It doesn't look like anything on the outside, but inside everything's starting to really work, you know, with our divider systems and right. get the right number of pockets and the right volume and, in the right fit. And then we run it through an aesthetic uh, process where you know, we kind of dress up the outside. And a lot of times that goes back and forth for two or three, maybe five to six production samples. I think you get into 10 or 11 and you're like, something's wrong here. <laughs> you know, if, if you can't do it in that many revolutions, then maybe there's something else you need to look at. Right. And sometimes we just say it's not going to work and uh, we'll have to go back to square one. Uh, but um, you know, the process is sort of, as I evolved over time, like I said, still very organic, but uh, you know, we've got a great factory over in Vietnam and they do a lot of production samples for us. Mm. And uh, so we can really sort of um, get it all the way to the final, you know, prototype where everything is perfect, you know, and the good thing about, you know, everything on, on the, on the U S side is we're all photographers at, at think tank. So we can run out on the weekends and test these bags and say, you know, there's a right. sticking point here, or, you know, this could be improved there. And have it be a credible, you know, um, comment. And then we'll right. also get stuff out to other photographers, you know, early on to get their opinions on stuff, especially for something important like rotation. Uh, get that out to some, you know, real high-end photographers and get their feedback and incorporate it. Um, but at some point, there is a cutoff point and you can't make any more changes. And even though those ideas come in all the time from some people <laughs> out in the field, are like, can't get it into this one, but, yeah. you know, maybe in the next right. generation. That's great. That's great. So, you know, we, we've obviously mentioned that, you know, Kickstarter was a part of this product, uh, the rotation, you know, from the ground up. Um, but how do you know in your mind, though, that one, it is right for it? Maybe the market's changed since the first one or whatever it might be. How did you still feel like it still is the right fit? We should still be going this path. We want a crowd of people to be involved in it. We want that feedback. As a company, how do you know that you, you, you are ready to be on Kickstarter? Well, I think um, in my sort of observation at Kickstarter, you know, it's a lot of people who really like innovative technologies and kind of early adopters. And, um, you know, I want the, to be the, only, the first guy to get this, this product because it's so mm -hmm. unique and different. Um, and so we felt with rotation, you know, that's, that is a very unique product. And it's a patent that we own, so no one else can do it. And I think that anyone who sees that bag and doesn't know who we are, are going to be enticed by the technology. And right. if they've experienced that problem of not being able to get to their camera quickly enough or, you know, you know, whatever those benefits are, 
um, they're going to start to resonate with that product and be more, um, you know, willing to put down money for something that they're not going to get for a couple months. And, you know, fortunately for us, you know, we do have a, a you know, our production a supply chain still going along pretty well and we can produce stuff pretty quickly. So mm. it's not like a gamble, you know, when you're working right. with Think Tank, you're not gambling, you're going to get, you know, what we're promising um, in a timely manner. And so we take a lot of pride in that. And I think that may g- give us a little bit of a leg up un- over some of the other innovative products that are on Kickstarter where you're like, I hope I get this thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to break when you get it, you know, it's not right. going to be um, something that's kind of half thought out. And I just wanted the money to, to get a prototype done. Um, and we've had a lot of, um, you know, questions about, well, you guys are an established mature company. What are you doing on Kickstarter? And yeah. our competitors are out there um, eating our lunch basically on Kickstarter. And we're like, well, we should be out there too. You know, yeah. there's new customers out there. We're always wanting to bring more customers in. We always want to look for new groups of exciting marketplaces where people are, you know, excited about, you know, new products and Kickstarter is the one, you know, so yeah. it made a lot of sense. And um, when it, and so now with products we have coming up down the road, we're like, is this a Kickstarter product or is this just a regular photo channel product? And sure. quite frankly, a lot of them are just, let's just stick with the photo product because, um, you know, it's just a, a carry solution that photographers are going to buy anyway. Right. Versus we have ideas for other ones coming down the line, like, oh, this is a Kickstarter thing. They're going to go <laughs> yeah. crazy for this. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, yeah. you know, we've kind of danced all around it, but maybe let's actually talk about the Kickstarter itself. I mean, we're st- we're talking with about eleven days to go when this finally airs. We'll probably be about let nine to eight to eight to nine days to go. Um, we're sitting at ninety four thousand dollars, two hundred ninety six uh, backers at this point. Um, now, one of the things that we've done for this one is we actually ran a shorter campaign this time. So typically, mm-hmm. campaigns are thirty days. We, we actually shortened that down by about two weeks. Um, you know, has there been anything that has stood out for you in this campaign, particularly as opposed to the last one that's been a little bit different, or anything that you were, you guys internally are like, wow, I wasn't expecting that this time? Has there been anything that's sort of stuck out a little bit behind the scenes? Well, I think, um, you know, the, the pace of, um, you know, the, of the, the campaign and the progress has been a lot uh, quicker to mm-hmm. make our goals and, and to kind of, uh, you know, get to where, get to the end date you know, more quickly. Um, and so there's a little sense of urgency that I think we're all kind of feeling. Um, it's not just dragging on like, you know, the, the long haul kind of start off real good and then, you know, kind of goes into a little bit of a lull and you start panicking a little bit and you start spending more money on ads and, and you're like, Oh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. But I think with rotation, you know, we have our expectations and we're pretty much on target for the expectations. So it's, it's comfortable, but I want to say that, you know, from a, you know, a a customer perspective, um, I think people's minds are pretty much made up. If they want this thing, they are going to, they're going to act quickly and the pricing structure supports that, you know, you really want to get in on early bird pricing and, and, uh, and do that. So, um, it's really worth the, you know, if you're interested, it's worth, um, getting involved in and making a quick, you know, quick purchase and a quick pledge, let's say. Yeah. And, so I think the other thing that's, I think, and great from your guys' campaigns, I mean, working with you guys and stuff is the amount of content that you're putting on the page. I mean, there is a lot to dive into, right? Like, you know, there, is, there should be almost no, que- there's no questions when, if you get to the bottom of the page, you're like, all right, I get it. How are you guys yeah, going man. about though, making sure that you are checking up all those boxes? Again, thinking about that first time project creator, or, or maybe they're doing their second one, you know, what, you know, how are you getting that story told and the images for it and sort of, and grabbing all that content so that people 
like you just mentioned, they know pretty quickly that they want this product, but that's because the photos show it, the images, the copy. How are you guys sort of organizing all of that into a, a really succinct package uh, on Kickstarter? Well, you know, we did a lot of analysis of Kickstarter before we even uh, launched the campaign. Like, what you know, what do these pages look like? What kind of information are they um, promoting? And, you know, myself, I've been designing websites my whole career for, you know, <laughs> almost 30 years now since you could make websites back in the early nineties. And so the goal was never to make a giant long page, you know, so much content you can never get to the bottom. So I was kind of surprised uh, and I'm like, wow, that's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> Where are we going to get all this stuff, you know, and it always comes down to the video, you know, what's the video going to be like? And there's, there's a lot of pressure to come up with a really compelling story and a high quality, you know, uh, product beyond just the product itself, but the high quality marketing product. Right. So, you know, fortunately, as I mentioned, most of us on the team are photographers and we've got a good internal video crew so we can go out and produce some pretty high quality stuff internally. Um, <clears throat> so we've always been pretty good at, you know, putting together good quality photos and videos and things like that. So the marketing story looks good and we put so much thought into each feature of the bag that there's a story behind each feature, a, a true benefit to talk about. So, you know, we kind of, uh, isolated it down to some of the very, very top benefits, you know, access and, and um, you know, uh, workflow functionality. And from there, it really just kind of cascades down. You know, right. there's three different bags. So there's, they're all a little bit different. There's a lot to talk about with each one so that there's, there's content that has to be built. Yep. So uh, I would say that we've been crafting the marketing message for a long time. And um, so it's come together in its fruition with more detail than anyone could possibly need to make the decision. But <laughs> there's always somebody, you know, our customers are very detail oriented. They're gearheads, you know, and they yeah. love dimensions and sizes and they have lots of questions about, you know, uh, features and materials. And so we have to have answers for all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and because we're kind of like that, too. You know, we're, yeah. we're gearheads as well. So we know what they're going to be asking for. And it's not just uh, what colors do it? Does it come in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, tell me about the zippers. Oh, the YKK <laughs> zippers are RCQs. You know, it's, right, right. They want the details. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it is, it's, and that's an early adopter mindset in general, though, right? Like, I want to know what I'm getting into if I'm going to support this thing. Right, so, right. you know, I think one of the, the, the really like amazing things about Kickstarters is being open to that, this feedback from that customer base, right? Like, they all have opinions. But I've also found that a lot of companies are uncomfortable with being that sort of open. And I think you guys do an amazing job of just being open to feedback and just taking it all in and you use some, but, but as a company, did you guys have like an ethos or a, a mindset to be like, you know what, we are going to be open. We are going to listen. We are going to take advice. We might pivot. We might do this. You know, it, it's not something that I think every company does, but is that something that you guys uh, think tank wanted to make sure that, Hey, we you know, we're open for this. If we want to be on Kickstarter, we want to get feedback. We, you know, is that something you guys just always wanted to have uh, as a company? Yeah. Having a, you know, having a communication channel, you know, from our customers is really, really important to the company because that's where so many of the ideas come from. Yeah. And that's where, you know, the, the products can be qualified for their viability through real working photographers, you know, and mm -hmm. they're going to tell you this thing works great or it sucks, you know, and, and you have to, as a designer, um, you have to be open to criticism and you have to, you have to listen because a lot of times the answer is in what they're telling you. And, yeah. um, and I know as a creative person, it can be difficult when you've created 
your baby to have somebody come up and say, nope, it sucks. And you're like, that, you know, first of all, you're kind of hurt, but then you're like, okay, wait a minute. This person's telling me something important here. Um, I'm going to listen to what they have to say. And I'm going to try to make that work. And then when you do make it work, you're like, the guy was right. You know, look at that. So think tank would be nowhere without our, without our customers and their suggestions and, and feedback. So, and I've actually, personally, I've been, attending to a lot of the, the comments and stuff on the campaign. And I've really enjoyed um, helping the customer make the decisions, decide which ones they've liked. Uh, and I've, I've met a lot of customers at trade shows and I'm always really interested in how they're using the products and the, and, and how to help them get into the right bag. Um, yeah. What kind of gear do you have? What, you know, what are the sizes? What, what type of photography do you like to do? Um, or, you know, and then help them make that decision. And at the end of the day, they're really excited. Um, yep. And they come back and, and many, many, many of our customers have a dozen bags or so, you know, they, they're crazy for bags. Um, yep. And so it's an enthusiastic crowd and it's really enjoyable for me to work with a company that has such a great reputation amongst its customers. It's like, you know, a love cult. They love us. And yep. like, what more could I ask for? Right, right. I know, I know. So, you know, I think one of the interesting things too, and again, this is something I always talk to project creators about is being, there's a, there needs to be a front man to this brand, to these Kickstarters. And that is you, like we're talking to the front man, right? Uh, of, of this project, you do the updates, you're responding, you know, you have the, you're in the videos, uh, you know, uh, in the page, um, you know, as a company though, did you guys have a conversation of it. I mean, for my, for my business, I became that, right. We just, we sat down and said, I'll be the front man of this project. Mm -hmm. A lot of projects don't have that, but you guys do a great job of that. You are responding to people. How are you finding time, you know, in this, you know, to answer everybody plus be on the design, plus take some photos, you know, (laughs) plus do an update video, plus talk to me on Basecamp. How do you manage time? How do you, you know, was there a conversation in your company that it should be you as opposed to somebody else? Like, how did you guys go about that? You know, there was there was never a conversation about it. Um, it was kind of like, well, who's standing around to do this? Um, and I was kind of the guy because uh, there was really nobody else to do it. And right. um, at first, it was you know it was difficult because you got to kind of be on. You know, you have to be ready for the camera and stuff. <laughs> yep. And we've improved our process so much that it's it's helped me sort of do the on camera work a lot more yep. easily, and I can be more relaxed and not have so much pressure because. You know, I wake up, wake up every day and the laundry list of things to do goes through my brain at 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've got so much to do, but I'm kind of always been a, a very high, highly productive person in my, in my job and my career because <clears throat> I see this conveyor belt of work coming my way and I'd never want it to back up. So I'm very uh, proactive of getting stuff done. You know, that's my number one goal is to get things done. And um, I want it to be high quality, of course. Um, and just being the spokesperson for the the you know, the company really just kind of happened by accident. Um, and I can say it's difficult sometimes. Um, but I've also enjoyed it too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, I'm right there with you. You know, you're preaching the choir. I was like, all right, nobody else is doing it. I'm I I gotta do it. If I have (laughs) a bad hair day, like my hair is looking terrible. I can't go on camera, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I never realized that I'd be that guy too, where I'm like, I I was supposed to get a little cut last night and the wife was like, I'm busy. I can't get it. I was like, but I have a podcast tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, uh, so let's talk about, you know, campaign ends in 11 days, a couple weeks for the money to drop, but what starts to happen for you guys to get these bags out into people's hands and, you know, when should people be expecting this? What's the manufacturing process start to look like? 
Well, uh, I can tell you they were already in production. Um, you know, as I mentioned, we've got a, a really a good relationship with our factory in Vietnam. And so the materials are all ordered. They're all being you know sewn up right now. Um, and so we're looking to probably deliver by the end of November. Wow. Um, and that's because, uh, you know, the, the factory, they're going through challenges too. So they need to get things done. And, uh, and since we're already sort of in production, we just thought this would be a good chance for us to deliver as early as possible and hopefully get bags into people's hands by the holidays. So in case they're doing any holiday shopping, you know, it comes through in time. Hmm. But, um, you know, I, I think that's the, the value of working with a mature company with a, a solid supply chain is that we can get her done. And, yeah. uh, you know, you won't forget you made your pledge by the time the product finally shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Sometimes those are special days. I, I got a, I just got a package a couple of days ago. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I and I was like, two years ago, I bought something. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of like, it's kind of surprising when you get something on the Porsche like that. You're like, hey, what, what's that? I didn't that? even order anything. And I'm like, oh, I'm always like a little nervous because it's usually something, it comes from, you know, China. Where I'm like, what did I order? I didn't order this. What, what? <laughs> You know, did yeah. anybody order something? What is this package? But, uh, but so what, and then what does like the next year look, look like for like a product like this for, for a company like yours, you know, you've, you, you're gonna have a successful Kickstarter, you're gonna raise some capital, you're gonna ship these out in November, but then what happens that rest of the year for a product like this? Well, um, the product will find its way into our normal uh, distribution process. I and mean, we've got uh, distributors all around the world and, and, you know, they're, they're photography um, gear for distributors, so they're very interested in, in uh, this campaign. And I think one, one uh, great benefit to the, a successful Kickstarter campaign is it, it, it proves to them that this is a viable product and, and it's going to be a, a hit in their market as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for example, Germany, uh, boy, Germany has loved rotation for a long time and, and we don't know what it is and why, but, um, you know, our, we have a great... Uh, distributor over in Germany and in, in Europe and uh, they're, you know, they're chomping at the bit. Um, yeah. So they're very excited about the product and it's going to uh, be, you know, even, even more attractive when they see, you know, how successful it was. Um, so it'll continue to be in our lineup, I think for years to come. You know, we, as I mentioned, we've been developing rotation for a number of years and it's really, really uh, matured and evolved. And it's just part of, of what we're going to be known for going forward. And it's not for everybody, but um, people that, that know it are like, they, they're going to know where to get it and it's going to be available and we're not going to disappear overnight. So um, you can look forward to, you know, getting it on our website in, in various retailers around the world. That's cool. That's cool. And, and how about like a roadmap for like the next five years or so? I mean, it's challenging to look out. I mean, if when we were talking back in March, we did not expect to be doing our pivots there, but like, what do you guys think about in terms of five years? Is it, you know, can, and we've kind of mentioned a little bit, like, is it different verticals? Is it just more camera bags exploring the rotation more? Is it all of that stuff? But what does like five years out even look like for a company like yours? Well, uh, you know, we'll continue to stay with the photo market. As I, as I mentioned, you know, we love our customers and, and, you know, we can't walk away from that. Photography is always going to be around, we think, uh, on a professional and a, you know, uh, even an amateur level. Um, and as I mentioned, we still want to get into travel and, you know, travel has taken some setbacks, um, but it will return in gangbusters. That is for sure, because yeah. people are already really tired of being locked down and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, with our car travel stuff, you know, that the road trip thing is one thing, you know, RV sales are through the roof right now, camping yep. gear is through the roof. So that's a really exciting place for us to be because, you know, sewn goods and, and camping are, you know, 
like peas and carrots, you know, those, <laughs> they go together. Yep. And, um, you know, and rollers and, and air travel go together. And there's a lot of competition in the travel market. It's a very big in, uh, market, but there's room for think tank in there. And uh, so our longevity really um, relies on us getting into these other vertical markets. And uh, if somehow we, you know, we find something else that works that we aren't anticipating, we'll go after that too. But <laughs> So being a small company, we're very nimble and we're able yeah. to turn the ship very quickly and produce products. I mean, you remember the long haul product. We produced the whole thing, the campaign, everything in like eight weeks. Yeah, so, it's nuts. <laughs> we can yeah. do this. Um, yeah. And that's really, um, that's exciting too, because you know I've worked in big companies that you just can't turn that ship fast yep. enough and it just goes down hard. So yep. um, we've got a talented group. It's great to be part of the company. And I, I look forward to... Um, you know, ex- executing on our plans and also, you know, the, the surprise of what may come that we aren't expecting. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, let's flip over to a little lightning round questions. If you've got a, you got a second on you, no more, no more bags, no more Kickstarter. Okay. Let's talk about uh, some other stuff here. So my first question is, what have you been watching on the Netflix, the Hulus, any of that streaming stuff? What's, what's the last show you've watched? Uh, Five Bloods. That was the, the last know. Spike Lee movie that came out. Uh, and quite honestly, I've, you know, haven't watched a lot of movies on Netflix lately. I've just been very busy. And at yeah. the end of the day, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> delirious. And uh, <laughs> but I haven't been watching a lot of uh, movies. But, I, you know, one thing I really sort of miss is fiction. You know, it's like, mm. what? Tell me some stories. You know, I'm tired of the news. The news is horrible yeah. all the time. Yeah. I want some stories that just kind of take me away. And, and personally, I'm a musician. So I spend a lot of time playing music and so there's less time to sit around watching TV when, you know, I'm playing songs around the house or sure. practicing or you know, playing sure. with my bands. Sure. How about, um, how about a book? Have you read a book lately? Um, actually I'm reading my grandmother's autobiography right now. It's probably the most exciting book. Um, well, that's not very long, but it's, it's something that I, stories that I never knew. And she was a really great writer and she traveled wow. a lot and, um, did some really cool stuff. So it's kind of nice. Um, to learn more about your family um, when they're no longer here to tell you about it. And you sure. realize, wow, what an interesting person. Yeah. <laughs> what, was it a published book like out there or something that you found or something like that? He wrote the autobiography sort of in her final years. Um, hmm. And it was just kind of something I, I, I had on my computer and I didn't know how um, detailed it was. And I found it and I was like, wait a minute, this is, what a great story. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be a little nervous about mine. I'd probably find out some stuff where I'm like, uh, what? Who's, who's that? Who? who he's, you not, know? he's not grandpa? Uh, what? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting because I was talking with a friend about this last night is um, being an American, we are a nation of immigrants and mm-hmm. um, we've lost our connection to our home countries. Yeah. Really. It's yep. not like a Native American. We're like, I'm Navajo. I've been right, right, right. for eons. Yep. Yep. So it's interesting to go back as far as you can in your family and find out where you came from. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting close to taking one of those, like the 23s and me's or whatever that, you know, whatever, one of those and just starting to, starting to, starting to piece that together. Did, How about, uh, it was surprising. Now, yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm a little nervous, so I don't know yet. <laughs> That's all. How about, uh, now you mentioned music. What's like the newest album or song? What, what's uh, anything, uh, anything tickle your ears lately? <laughs> Uh, I'm all over the map musically. Um, I've 
gone from heavy metal to country music. Uh, I'm really into Hawaiian music and this kind of part of the shirt. I play ukulele. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so I, I've kind of, um, I've been di- diving deep back into like outlaw country lately. It's kind of just oh, been yeah. you know, something my dad really liked. Yep, um, yep. Waylon and Willie and the boys. You know, I love Waylon. Well, speaking of that, then I'm listening to Shooter Jennings. Go listen. Have oh. you, have you, you know, w- Waylon's son, Waylon's listen to his son. last album. It's, it might be my top five album of like all time. I can put it on and just rock and roll it all. It's so good. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Lucas Nelson, uh, Willie Nelson's son's got a great band too. Yep. And that, yep. that kid's talented, man. He's, I know, man. These, yeah, these guys can play. I love the old, I love the outlaw country too, man. I don't want the pop country. I like the, uh, <laughs> I like that yeah, stuff, man. Chris rough. Stapleton and uh, Sturgill Simpson. If you're into that, the Sturgill Simpson's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, his bass you know, player's friend of ours. He's from right around here uh, for Sturgill. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah, you guys are up there in Motor City. That's uh, a lot yeah, of musicians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Of, there's a little bit of music came out of here at one point. I don't know. There's a <laughs> Motown thing happened. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, that's I've heard a couple of those. There's a playlist somewhere on Spotify. Yeah. But, you know, one thing, cool. though, about this COVID shutdown is I, I really feel for a lot of musicians who can no longer oh, be touring and doing that, but they are really doing some awesome stuff on, like, uh, virtual uh, shows, yeah. and I've been looking at a lot of that stuff and just seeing kind of tiny concerts, you know, little yep. tiny desk concerts and mm-hmm. things that musicians are doing just to stay relevant. And um, I know. they are really, um, they're finding a place to stay in business, and I yep. hope that they can get out from under, you know, the music industry as a big commercial enterprise that kind of has crushed them, you know, in modern times. So um, yep. as I say, you can never expect uh, the changes in life and, and hopefully they're, they're going to make some good out of this one. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so too, man. That's uh that's a huge chapter in my life that, uh, man, that would have been tough if I was still in it right now. But um, all right, last one is going to be around, is there any like blogs or reading material that you kind of go to consistently to stay up on trends, photography, like, 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 where do you go when you, when you go to that website and you type in Google in that browser, where do you like to go? <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I like to right. say it, you know, I just, you know, I, I try to check the news every day. I try to check, you know, Facebook. Um, and as I mentioned, uh, you know, I do so much work on the computer that at the end of the day, I just, I really can't stay on there and looking at, I, and stuff. I have to go out and, uh, and play some music or something or go for a run or a ride or something. I'm very, I'm very outdoorsy that way. And, mm-hmm. and so my time is out there, you know? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, where should we send people? You know, if people are interested in not only the rotation on Kickstarter, but you know, you guys in general, where should they go to, to kind of dive into your world? Well, you know, obviously uh, thinktankphoto.com is our website and it's a, okay. you know, it's a web store so you can buy stuff there uh, in the U S we ship uh, domestically. Um, and our Facebook page and our Instagram pages are very, very active. Um, that's a really great community out there. It's probably one of the first places I would recommend somebody go is find us on Facebook, uh, join the community. And, you know, we're always going back and forth and we're publishing photos from our customers. They're always sending us lots of great photos um, of, of them using the bags and where they're going with it. So um, it's a really good crowd. We have a good social media manager who's a very uh, good person and a uh, very real person. So it's not like you're dealing with just some company front out there. Mm-hmm. You're part of the community. So that's awesome. 
Awesome. Well, Ted, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. This was a, this is great for me just to kind of even get a, even a little bit more knowledge about stuff that maybe I didn't know, even though we're working together on stuff. So I encourage everybody, if you're interested right now, go over to Kickstarter right now. Uh, you can go in and search MindShift Rotation Camera Pack or Think Tank, all that stuff. It'll pop up. Um, and I'll have all the links uh, in the uh, in, in the body of, uh, of this podcast as well. So make sure you guys go and click on stuff and uh, Go become a backer, right? So, Ted, thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Great. I had a great time. I love talking, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Right. Cheers. Have a great weekend. All right. How about that conversation with Ted from Think Tank? Awesome. Awesome conversation. Ted is a pro, man. You know, even if you're not a, a photographer or you don't need this bag, go be a gawker backer. Um, watch what we're doing in terms of updates and how um, present he is in the campaign. Um, again, just put a dollar in, just be, like I said, be a gawker backer. Um, so go do that and watch what we're doing. Be a part of this campaign because lots of cool stuff is happening here and, and we're excited for what's coming after this, which I'm not going to talk about quite yet, but we've got a very cool feature coming right after this campaign ends on Kickstarter. Um, but make sure you guys, again, go check it out. And then everybody else, make sure you go over to uh, woodshed.agency. Like I said, go to the blog, go to the podcast absorb 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 take it all in before you launch your campaign and if you're a fan of this smash that subscribe button smash it all right everybody let's listen to some sugar people i'll talk to you all later have a good one
Yeah. 